Shri Guru Vaishnava Guru Parampara ki jai. Shri Siddhaji Gopal ki jai. Gaur Bhaktabrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi. Oh, Haribo. <coughs> so, good evening, everyone. We're continuing our discussion of Sri Ramananda Samvad. Samvad means conversation, so this refers to the famous and very important central conversation between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the Ramananda Roy found in Chaitanya Charitamrita. I've given an example before in our earlier discussions that if the Bhagavad Gita were taken out of the Mahabharat, the Mahabharat would be useless. And similarly, Chaitanya Charitamrita, within the Chaitanya Charitamrita, we find the Ramananda Samvad. It is as important to the Chaitanya Charitamrita as the Bhagavad Gita is to the Mahabharata. So, we're in the early stages of the discussion between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda. And in this discussion, ultimately, Ramananda will school Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in and help to focus him in terms of his ideal. He, after all, is Krishna, who has come to taste and experience the feelings of Sri Radhika. Not an easy thing to do. Hmm? And Ramananda is a very capable person for helping him because... He is thought to be, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna appearing, in pursuit of Radha's bhava, Ramananda is thought to be the dear friend of Radha, Vishaka Gopi, who was born on the same day as Radha and has a chart, an astrological chart, quite similar to hers, and so she knows what is the bhava, the emotion, the feeling of Radha very well that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wants to taste. So, in the context of asking Ramananda what is the goal of life, the sadhya, and how to attain it, the sadhana, hmm, all this will come out. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as we know, is meeting with Ramananda on the advice of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. Hmm. And um, he advised Mahaprabhu on his the beginning and onset of his trip to South India, you should meet with this Ramananda. I didn't understand him previously, but after being converted by you, I can understand that you and him have something very much in common. Hmm? A taster of rasa. Hmm? And so on that advice, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went and met, of course, he went to South India ostensibly to fulfill his sannyas dharma and engage in outreach and dissemination of uh, his teaching to the people in general, but the real reason he went to the South was to meet with Ramananda Roy, and it's happening early on in his travels. Hmm? And this will impact the whole balance of his um, his, his, his leela. Hmm? So thus far, uh, Ramananda has started off very uh, conservatively with his answers in terms of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's question, what is the goal of life and how to attain it? And he's offered various religious ideas as a possibility, as possibilities, all of which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thus far has rejected as being external. Varnashram, karmarpanam, um, karma um, tag, and uh, Gyan, Mishra, Bhakti. These are all external. and They become progressively more internal, but nonetheless they all remain external in that they do not deal, any of these religious ideas, and we'll go over them again in brief, do not deal with the, the inherent potential, I want to say, of the Atma. The Atma is the self, the consciousness self we talked about the other day, many days, the consciousness self is, it has certain um, um, attributes or that which uh, it's made up of, obviously it's a unit of eternity, 
knowing and, and loving, but uh, it is also um, singular, hmm? uniform. Hmm? Uh, each atma is, is there is an individual atma in each body. Hmm? Each one is different in that sense. There's not one atma only, but different atmas constitute of the same basic uh, ingredients or elements. Different atmas in every body, they pervade the body. Hmm? In other words, we feel because of the presence of atma. Hmm? Um, it's always pure. It uh, a number of different uh, qualities. It uh, it is said to be consciousness and or knowledge and bliss, enduring element of knowledge and bliss. And I want to say also that it is an apprehender. It apprehends things. Hmm? It is a an agent of action means it wills and does things, causes things to happen, and is an experiencer, a qualitative experiencer. Qualitative experiences in the today's world are called qualia, like the feeling red, the feeling blue, the qualitative experience of happiness or sad, which is subjective, private to you, and immeasurable. Hmm. Uh, it's not objective. So the, the Atma is, is a qualitative experiencer, an apprehender, and an agent. But these three aspects of the Atma, although inherent in the Atma, cannot be played out without an environment. If you're an apprehender but there's nothing to apprehend, hmm, you cannot exercise yourself in terms of being an apprehender. Hmm. If you're a doer but there's nothing to do, Nothing, no one to, no one in relation to whom or thing in relation to, to move, then you're going to be still. Hmm? Uh, uh, and if you're a qualitative experiencer, but there's nothing to experience, hmm, then these aspects of the self are not going to come out. They come out in relation to the material environment, hmm? and they create a false ego and a, and a, and a some perception of what the world is like, qualitative perception. Hmm? Here the Atma is interfacing through the mind and brain with the rest of the world and experiencing kind of what the, something what the world is like. It's causing things to happen to some extent, hmm? apprehending things. But if we remove, remove the material environment, that means the Maya Shakti, hmm? then... Certain aspects of the Atma don't have an opportunity to play themselves out, to express themselves. But if we cause the Atma, to, if the Atma has the opportunity to interface with the Bhakti, Bhakti means the, the essence of Krishna's Swarup Shakti, his internal energy, then another consciousness environment is provided. And so the opportunity for the qualitative experiences of, of, of different different tastes of bhakti and the movement within leela and so on and so forth. This is all possible. Mm-hmm. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, thus far, whatever Ramananda has offered as as a possible religious or spiritual or just general goal of life and the means to attain it have nothing to do with um, these aspects of the atma mm-hmm. um, In the full, uh, I want to say, uh, uh, in terms of their full potential. Hmm? In other words, we can experience qualitatively, we can be a mover of some sorts and an apprehender, but in, but through the filter of the material energy, we we don't even. It's very. It's just kind of a uh, only a shadow of 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 being such. Hmm? So all of the things that he mentioned, like Varnashram, hmm? doing your work, offering your work to Krishna, um, um, giving up karma and, and Varnashram, and even bhakti or jnana mixed with bhakti, 
None of these things touch the potential of the soul, the atma, as a das of Krishna that can be realized in conjunction with the surup shakti, shuddha bhakti. So its full potential in life means life via in the paravyom. It doesn't mean the imitation of life, if you will, in the material world, which is like moving without getting anywhere, only going down. The more you move, the more you go down. Material life is like that. It's like if you borrow money from the bank, you think you have a bunch of more money, but you owe so much more money. Hmm? This is material life. So you go into negative numbers. The more you move, the more you go into negative numbers. Gyan, Advaita Vedanta, Buddhism, they want to take us from negative numbers to zero. Zero is positive in relation to negative numbers. But what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wants to know is, what about the positive numbers? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 108. What possibilities are there beyond zero? Intend this. Hmm? If you clear the karmic debt even, you're only at zero. So he says, Ehobhai, this is external. Hmm? as to what the potential of the jiva is, it could go up to 108. Hmm? So he has rejected Varnashram, which only deals with moving within the three gunas. This does not, uh, is not very, um, this does not attract Krishna's attention very much. Hmm? It's like if you're a very good citizen of Costa Rica, maybe the president will give you an award, the best citizen of the year, but you don't know the president very well. Hmm? Or maybe he won't give you, but still, okay, appreciate. They're following the laws, that's good. But her, I guess it's her, right? But you would not know her very personally. Hmm? So Marnashram something like that. There's some kind of shadow of bhakti there. Because as much as Vishnu is worshipped in Varnashram, it's for an ulterior purpose. If you say, oh, I love Swami, because if you love Swami, he gives you nice things, and I want nice things, then what kind of love is that? you understand? I gave example. In Vrindavan, when we were young, 1970, 72, so we used to go to Vrindavan, 73, with Prabhupada, and there was one marketplace, Loi Bazaar, where we would shop for things for the temple and dhoti, chadar, incense, and so forth. And so the shopkeepers, eventually they started putting pictures of Prabhupada in the shop. Hmm? They, was, they want to say, we, we like Prabhupada here. But we love Prabhupada. What they really say is, please shop here. Please buy here. So they love Prabhupada because if they love Prabhupada, people will buy from the shop. Hmm? So this is the kind of love for Vishnu you find in Varnashram. Hmm? It's just like in general religious conception you find in Christianity or Islam or Hinduism, all the same. It's the larger section of the religious population. Worship God for things. Hmm? Of course, the problem is we're not a thing ourselves, And adding things onto ourself does not make us more beautiful. It only clutters us hmm? and obscures the fact that we're something much more, we're something much more wonderful than a, than a thing. Hmm? We are what makes things meaningful. Hmm? So, Varnashram, he said, this is a external, I reject that. And he said, well, what about you offer... You are making effort within to, to acquire things. Offer the things to God. That's hmm? better, but that is external because as God's not really interested in the things that you are interested in based on your material sense of self. We have a material sense of self we call false ego, ahankar. Hmm? So with that comes many interests and desires and so forth. Hmm? This doesn't have much to do with Krishna. <laughs> He's playing in Leela, herding cows, and uh, 
trying to meet Radha and so on and so forth. You know? you're, you're, what you're interested in, you can offer that to him. So the offering, okay, but the things are your things, what you're interested in, and what you, your sense of you is in illu- illusory. So this doesn't have much currency hmm? for purchasing power for real estate in Golok. No. Hmm? So then Ramana said, well, I'd like to give up the karma. Hmm? Sarvadharman prityaja, give up the karma. Take sannyas, be a jnani. He, th- he, re- he used a verse like that. Hmm? Take shelter of Krishna in a general sense, Krishna could mean in many things, in the sense of Krishna's Brahman. Mahaprabhu said this is also external. Then add a little bhakti to your jnana. If you giving up karma means to be wise. Why? Because you want to be happy and you want to be happy forever. And if your happiness is derived from things that you acquire through acquisition, that happiness, give it time, and it will become distress. Maintain this, because you cannot keep it. So the more you like it, the more problematic it is. But I like it very much. Oh, problem. You cannot keep it. Trouble. So wise person, then, that's why the other side of the coin of gyan, knowledge, is bairagya. If you have knowledge, then you, you stop chasing things. Hmm? This is a wise person. And sit. And if you don't want anything, then why move? Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has another idea of moving. Hmm? So full that you get up and move in dancing to celebrate the fullness. Hmm? But not of any material need. But the jnani doesn't have that fullness. He only has given up. He's wise enough to know that, it, that I should not chase after sand castles. You know the phrase? When you go to the beach, in la playa, hacer una palacia. Castillo de arena. Sí, castillo de arena. <laughs> that will wash away. Hmm? Castillo de arena. Ya se va. So, this is a smart person. Buddha is like this. Hmm? But Mahaprabhu said, this is also external. Hmm? because I may give up that it's coming to zero. But what about the positive numbers? So Ramananda said, okay, add some bhakti to your jnana for sayuja mukti. To enter, to merge with the aura, the halo of Krishna. Mahaprabhu said, they're also external. Hmm? You're not happy with that either. So then we come to tonight, and Ramananda offers something Mahaprabhu likes this. So far he has not liked anything. Hmm? Ramananda says, what? He says, Rai kahe jnan shunya bhakti sadhyasara. The essence, sadhyasara, the essence of the goal of life is jnan shunya bhakti. Bhakti that is devoid of jnan. You think, what is that? Bhakti without any knowledge. Hmm? So Mahaprabhu, he would say, "I like that." He said, "Prabhu kahe, I hope high, agikahar." He said, "Now that okay." Everything else he says that is external. That is external. He says, "Now we're getting somewhere a little bit. Let us develop this idea." He says, more or less. Ramananda, as he was asked by Mahaprabhu, "Please, whatever you say." about the goal of life and how to attain it, hmm? support it with something from Shastra. So every time Ramananda makes a statement, then he supports it with some verse from Bhagavad or Gita and so forth, so that 
the 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 idea that he presents is located within the standard of knowledge of the time, the Shastra. Hmm? So this is a nice verse he cites, and as I say, Mahabharu liked this. And really what's happening here in this verse is that this forms the basis for the whole rest of the conversation. Hmm? The whole rest of the conversation is, in one sense, a development of this verse, which is does not speak very... Um, flatteringly about gyan. Gyane prayasya udapasya namanta eva jivanti sanmukaritam bhavadiya vartam stane stita shudikatam tanavan manobe e prayasa jitititopi asitras trilokyam We'll go through the verse and discuss it. It was spoken by Brahma. Hmm? Brahma had seen something very extraordinary. Hmm? He, there was some commotion in Vrindavan. Krishna killed Agasura. Hmm? When Krishna killed Agasura, he showed some Aishvarya that was very extraordinary. Normally, he will not show that so much in Vrindavan. Hmm? But at this time, there was no one around. All of the cowherds had apparently died in the mouth of Agha. It was a big serpent, a yogi. He took the form of a big serpent, like like a python. Python? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bog. Boa, a boa, a boa. Hmm? Going to eat, swallow them, swallow Krishna and his friends. Hmm? So the friends went in, he swallowed, then Krishna went in, hmm? and he caused the, the atma of the um, snake, the boa, to come out. And it was hovering until Krishna came out of the mouth and then the soul went into Krishna. Hmm. Got some kind of saujya. And so all the devas, they found this extraordinary and Brahma came, what's going on? Hmm. And this is called Brahma Vimohan. Hmm. Brahma wanted to find out who is Krishna. He did not quite recognize him because at, in the beginning of the creation, he was initiated by Krishna. Hmm? Krishna spoke four verses to him that are the essence of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? But at that time, Krishna was in Gopavesh, dressed like a Gopa, but he was standing with Gyan Mudra, giving a blessing. Hmm? So he he looked somewhat like with some Aishvarya, some some knowledge, wisdom. But here was someone who looked like his guru, but instead of standing with his hand like this, giving a blessing, he was standing like this, with rice and yogurt and fruit in his left hand and eating and putting it in the mouth of his friends hmm? and taking it from his mouth. So, oh, this tastes very good. You taste it like this. And the boys were saying, and you taste this. He was looking very much just like an uncivilized, uneducated child. Brahma thought, maybe this is imposter, someone trying to imitate my guru. Hmm? Who is he? Hmm? So he wanted to test him. So he stole the friends of Krishna, hmm? stole the calves of Krishna. Hmm? You know the story. And Krishna manifests himself as the calves, himself as the boys. And Brahma was Vimoha, not Mohan, but Vimoha. All four of his heads were spinning round and round and round. Who is this Krishna? Hmm? Very bewildered. It's a long, beautiful story. Cover three chapters of Bhagavatam. In these chapters, 
the statement of Bhagavatam that is the key to understanding the tattva, Krishna's two Bhagavan Svayam, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God, the source of Narayan, that is shown in the narrative, in the Leela, it's played out, very important chapters. Hmm? So, Brahma saw all of this, he, then he, 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 Krishna showed him, all, Brahma said, I thought I stole all the calves and all the cowherd boys, where are they? Hmm? But they were going on playing. Hmm? So he came and wondered. He went to the cave. Maybe they, maybe Krishna took them out of the cave. No, they're in the cave. He came back to Krishna. They're with Krishna. So he was confused. Then Krishna looked at him and showed all the coward boys and all the calves. Hmm? They turned into Narayan, Narayans, and worlds came from them. Hmm? Brahmas came from them. Shivas came from them. Hmm? Narayan is the, said to be the source of the world. Hmm? That Krishna was the source of millions of Narayans. And Brahma thought, oh, goodness, he passed out. Hmm? He thought, what have I done? Who is Krishna? Then he began to offer prayer. Then what happened? Krishna showed all this, and then suddenly everything disappeared. And there was only Krishna standing there with his flute, his rice, his yogurt, looking at Brahma like, you're weird. You've got four heads. Krishna's lila is not a lila, human-like. Hmm? Some guy with four heads. Strange, what are you doing here? Hmm? Brahma didn't know what, know what to do, so he began to offer prayers with all four of his mouths, hmm? beautiful prayers. Hmm? Glorify the beautiful form of Krishna and so forth. And then he said, Sreya Sitim Bhakti Mudasite Bibo Krishanti Jekevala Bodalabdaye. He said, There are some people hmm, and they they give up the path of bhakti. They forego the path of bhakti for gyan, for to trying to know you. Rather than loving you, they try to know you, he said. But their efforts are like you take the husk of the rice and you beat it after it's empty. You take empty husk and beat that, you will get no rice. He said, nothing will come from that. Hmm? And then he cited this verse, Gyane prayasya, tonight's verse, Udapasya. Gyane paras prayasya, Udapasya. He says, this gyan, it means here, the attempt to know everything. Hmm? This should be given up. Prayasya means endeavor. Previously he's spoken about karma prayasya. We spoke about last night. Humanity now is making effort to control the world. Hmm? To go to the moon. We talked about to go to the Mars, the other planets, to put seeds in the clouds that rain will come. Now there's a drought, historic drought in California. They declared emergency. Hmm? That um, it has not rained. It's supposed to be raining now. It hasn't rained for months. It should have been raining for two months. No rain. Big problem. Hmm? So, they have some ideas. Seed the clouds. So, Anyway, they try to control nature in this way. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. But they want to control the nature and change the nature of nature. Even so, this is all this is all karma prayasya. To gain control of the world by action. Hmm? You understand? It's difficult. We all want control. Hmm? We think we need to control the situation. We feel a little uncomfortable. We want to be able to control. Where will I stay? What will I eat? Hmm? You see, this is very opposite of bhakti. <laughs> bhakti has no concern where I will stay, what I will eat. Hmm? It's not what you know. It's who you know. <laughs> it's a saying like that materially. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Because you might not know something, but if you know somebody, they can bring you up and make you popular. Right? Some musician may be very good, but if he doesn't know anybody, then nobody will know about him. Hmm? 
He was playing real good for free. That's an old song. <laughs> he was playing, <laughs> but his clarinet, he was playing real good for free. You know the song? Joni Mitchell. It's a long time ago, but he was playing real good for free. But people came by because he wasn't on the TV. They didn't pay any attention to him, this idea. Hmm? So, it's anyway, it's not who you know. It's not what you know, but it's who you know. So this holds true in bhakti. It's not what you know and what can you know. Hmm? But if you know who, him who knows everything, then you know everything you need to know. Hmm? Because he can take care of you. Gane prayasya, udapasya. Here's something is instead of trying to 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 control hmm, by karma by action, the jnani tries to control the instruments of action by which people try to control. When you try to control the world with your senses hmm, and your mind, these are the instruments. By mind, we think of something, and by our senses, we carry out some method, how to go to the moon, how to control, and so forth. Hmm? We try to control the world, but actually the world controls us. And as we said last night, we lose sight of ourself. Hmm? We become absorbed only in matter, and we think, oh, I might die. Hmm? Because we are identified with something that is constitute of matter and all forms of matter are here today and gone tomorrow. Hmm? So when we've identified so much with matter, then we think we're going to die. Hmm? And so forth. So, what the jnani decides to do, a wise person, stop trying to make prayasya endeavor hmm, for controlling matter through the instruments of the senses and mind, but rather control the mind and the senses. That's harder. Hmm? You understand? You can control matter to some extent. Hmm? Maybe not on a large scale, but to some extent and eke out a life, so to speak, but to control the mind and the senses. This is difficult. Therefore, it's a, it is a very great endeavor. With great effort, the jnani, the yogi, tries to control the mind and the senses. And this effort to control hmm, through jnana hmm, is a more like sophisticated and subtle form of what the, what the, the, the person engaged in karma tries to do, how they try to control. Hmm? But here Bhagavatam says, Brahma says that jnane prayasya udapasya. You should completely give up this jnana prayasya. What to speak of karma prayasya? These are efforts, prayasya means effort, effort through knowledge and through action to control my environment. Hmm? I want to control and improve my, my environment by acquisition, by having things. But knowing is also a kind of controlling. I know things. Hmm? A more subtle form. Hmm? What Brahma is saying is, I've seen Krishna. Hmm? And I've seen Narayans emanating from him. Worlds upon worlds upon worlds. Hmm? With no limit. Hmm? There's no controlling that world. Not by karma, prayasya. Not by gyan, prayasya. Brahma is a very smart person. He has four brains. Hmm? He's very smart. This is his statement. This is th this brain exercise. Hmm? It's futile. Hmm? It's a good idea to control the mind and the senses, but it's not easy to do. It's very difficult. Therefore, it says, Gane prayasya udapasya. Udapasya means uda, uda apasya. Pasya means to reject, and uda means completely. So, Gan prayasya udapasya. Completely rejecting. This is where, hmm, with the word udapasya, 
we can make the statement, as I did earlier, that this verse forms the basis of the rest of the conversation. Because while ostensibly, right now at the moment, Ramananda is speaking about give up gyan mixed with bhakti with a desire to merge into Brahman. That is external. Give that up and do bhakti without the desire for such merging. Hmm? That will be pure bhakti. But there are different kinds of pure bhakti also. Just like there is gyan, Misra bhakti, gyan mixed with bhakti. There's also bhakti mixed with gyan. And bhakti performed with a desire to know the controller. That would be comforting. To know the controller. To know Narayan, for example. To know who is God and be with him. It's not a bad thing. Hmm? But if you take this verse to its full, uh, the full implications... Even this is rejected. We go to Vrindavan Bhakti, where it's really the full idea of Gyan Shunya. They don't know that Krishna is the controller. Hmm? Do you understand? Their idea is not to know God as the controller. It is simply about loving Him. That's all. Hmm? If I love Him because He is God, that is one thing. God should be loved. God should be served. Hmm? Because he is God, he should be served. Right? But this is not how the Vrindavan people think. Not because he is God should he be served. Hmm? For no reason. Kamanug. Hmm? Or Sambandanug. Because he's my friend. Because he's my son. Hmm? I should love him. Because he's Krishna. Hmm? Some people say he's God. Eh, maybe. But we're not interested in that. Hmm? That's not so interesting to us. We think that God works through him to do wonderful things. Hmm? We worship God. That's another thing. In Vrindavan, they also do Vaidhi Bhakti, offering Artik to Shalagram, Narayan. But their mind is somewhere else. It's like you may offer Artik, but your mind is somewhere else. But their mind is somewhere else. Where is it? It's on Krishna. Hmm? Where is Krishna? Hmm? Superficially, they're doing Varnashram. Superficially, they're doing Vaidhi Bhakti. Hmm? In reality, the whole thing is moving by Rag. Hmm? Rag Bhakti. Just pure Ananya. Ananya Bhakti. They're not loving him because he is God. Hmm? This is the full measure of Gyan Shunya. So, Udapasya, Gyan Prayasya. Rejecting the effort for Gyan takes us really all the way to the foundation of Vrindavan. Although here, Ramananda Roy is using it as a step from Bhakti, Gyan mixed with Bhakti, to Bhakti without the desire hmm, for merging in Brahman, maybe bhakti for dasya bhakti, shanta bhakti, in Vaikuntha, Ayodhya, and so forth. But by the word upasya, we can understand it It implies this foundation goes through everything that will come in the conversation. It will lead to Vrindavan and Radha Dasyam and so forth. Hmm? So a very central verse. Mahaprabhu would like this. Putting this in place, now we can build on that. Hmm? He says, this, he thinks, and Ramananda will build on that. Gyane prayasya udapasya nonteva. So he gives the contrast. He says, Gyane prayasya udapasya, completely giving up the gyan prayasya, the endeavor for, for knowing. This is impossible. Hmm? Stop trying to know, hmm? but to love. Hmm? It's difficult. Hmm? We are very much accustomed to collecting things and knowing things. If we don't know, then we don't go. First we wonder, oh, I hear there's a Swami living in Guanacaste. But what is he like? I don't know if we should go there. Maybe find out who he is. What is he? Then that will... <laughs> Understandably. So we, we move with caution. 
we, we, we're guided by our intellect, we proceed with caution. Hmm? But this is not the home land of the heart. When you're at home, then you don't think. Hmm? Your grandmother says, here, eat this. You don't think, what's in it? Let me check the label. Hmm? What did they put in there? You just eat it. Hmm? There is no calculation. Hmm? And we're saying to you, even in Vaikuntha there is calculation. The calculation is because he is God, he should be served. Hmm? When we serve, just like how you serve your body, whatever it calls, you do without thinking. You're so identified with it. If you should hit your foot and it hurts, hmm? You don't go, hmm, foot hurts. Put hand here, ouch, say ouch. You don't think, you just go, ouch. You don't think, just automatic. Because you are so identified with the body. Hmm? It is you, hmm? you think. Hmm? So to be so identified with Krishna, this idea, this is pranai, love. Hmm? So he gives the contrast. He says, Gyanai prayasya urapasya namanta eva. Instead of trying to know, stop that. Difficult. We can understand the reasoning behind it. We can know what's being said, but to do so requires good association and some time. But what is the contrast? Namanta. You just bow down. Hmm? You just give yourself to him. Hmm? This, this requires no uh, no thinking. Hmm? Na ma means not me. It's not about me. It's all about him. His world, his desire, his ideal. I do that only. And who he is, that takes care of everything then. Hmm? I have no worries. The servant has nothing to worry about. Just like we have some peones, trabajando aquí cada día. Juan y Miguel, si yo pregunta, Juan, ¿cómo está? Said, gracias a Dios, tengo trabajo, todo está bien. It doesn't matter cuál tipo de trabajo. ¿Tiene trabajo? ¿Está bien? La posición de mí es, de, de mí, yo, está para servir. El jefe, si el jefe está mm, content, eh, si tiene felicidad, mi vida está bien también. Hmm? ¿Entiende? This way. He automatically thinks like this. Hmm? Nice. Hmm? So no problem. It doesn't matter if the work is hard or easy. Hmm? In bhakti, it doesn't matter. If there are difficulties or their happiness come, doesn't matter. My, I'm not chasing after happiness and running away from difficulty. I'm serving my master. I'm a slave. And he will take care of me, however he wants. Hmm? And he takes care very nicely. So you don't, you see, you don't have to think. Hmm? But we don't believe it. So we keep thinking, thinking, how to protect myself, how to maintain myself, how to get a few more things. We don't believe it. <laughs> but Brahma is saying it. And he has the four heads. He knows the whole world. Hmm? So his advice should be taken seriously. Anybody can say anything. But if Brahma says something, then you have to listen to that. And this is the idea of Bhagavatam. They, they have presented Brahma in this way, Vyasa, to say, make a point to us. Brahma is saying this, not just anybody. Hmm? He is the organizer of the whole universe. What does he know? Hmm. He's saying, knowing is nothing. Loving is everything. Namantaeva. Jivanti san mukarikam vartam. You simply give yourself to Krishna. And how do you give yourself to Krishna? Sat mukaritam vartam. You hear about his charming character qualities, lila, form, 
from the right people, san mukharidam, hmm? people who are sat, hmm? sadhus, you hear from their mukha, from their mouth hmm? about Krishna, not just from anybody. Hmm? Goswami says, we should hear Bhagavatam from a niraga devotee, not saraga. Now, rag here refers to material life. Nirag means without attachment. Sarag means I've got attachment to things and I'm speaking the Bhagavatam to fulfill my attachments. That kind of hearing from that kind of person will not take the attachments out of your own heart. Bhaktisiddhanta, the great Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he was fond of making kind of contemporary presentations of uh, Krishna conscious philosophy to um, attract the general public. So at his time, he made clay figures hmm? and depicted certain aspects of the philosophy through the figures, made like a little museum. Hmm? People would come and they would see that, and that the, the figures would would tell a story, make a philosophical point. Hmm? It's like today if you made some multimedia kind of presentation. This was in the 1920s, 1930s. So one of those displays was a man, a brahmana, hmm? and he was speaking in the Bhagavatam. Behind him there was a very thin curtain. You could just see through a little bit. And behind the curtain was a man with his family, with, with a mother, a wife with the children and so forth. Hmm? And the idea was that he is speaking the Bhagavatam, but he really is speaking for a reason. He wants to maintain his family. Hmm? Sukadev Goswami was the original speaker of Bhagavatam. Hmm? Why did he speak? To put food in the mouth of his children? No. Karunayaha Puranaguyam. Sutta Goswami says, I give my pranam to Sukadev, my Siksha Guru. Hmm? Karunayaha Purana Guhyam. The, 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 the Guhyam, the secrets of this Purana, Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? He spoke them out of Karunya, out of compassion. He had nothing to gain. Hmm? He was naked. Young boy, he would go from house to house Speak the Bhagavatam, take some milk and go. Hmm. He would not stay at the house any longer than it took to milk a cow. Hmm. Speak some Bhagavatam sloka. Now, he did not depend on anyone. Hmm. So he is moving, forgiving. This is Yadrichaya, personification of compassion hmm. above the karma, not moving by cause, hmm. causelessly. For this kind of person, we should hear the Bhagavatam. Not someone who's trying to maintain the material situation hmm? or to get prestige. One time, Gorkishodas Babaji Maharaj, a great Siddha Purusha, a man who was a famous speaker of the Bhagavatam, he came and he set up a little hut next to Gorkishodas Babaji Maharaj. And many, many people came to hear him speak Bhagavatam for three days. But Babaji Marsh did not go. After the kata was over, then Babaji Marsh said to one assistant, can you go and please clean that place? And the assistant said, why should I clean that place? I mean, Bhagavatam has been spoken for three days. How, how, how clean it must be. And Gorkishore said, you heard Bhagavatam? I only heard rupee, rupee, colone, colone, that's all. Hmm? He could understand. The man was thinking, Gorkishore is very famous, Siddha Purusha. I will give my class next to his hut. Surely he will come and listen. Then people will say, then I will be able to say, even Gorkishore comes to my class. Hmm? Everyone should come to Michael and see who I am. With desire for prestige and to make a living, 
out of speaking the Bhagavatam, this is sa-raga, with attachment. But no, nibhujitarsel upogi yamanad pavosadat chotramano biramat. When Parikshit Maharaj, at the beginning of the tenth canto, he glorifies his guru, Sugadev. Nibhujitarsel. He had no trishna, no taste, nibhuti for the material world. But he was was listening constantly to the kata about Krishna from Sukadev. Gyanis will not do that. They might listen for a while, then stop to get sayuja. But always listening this is the medicine, Aushadi, Bhavosara, It is pleasing. The medicine is so nice because it even tastes good. Sometimes the medicine doesn't taste good, but it tastes good, even to the ears and to the mind. Hmm? This will nourish the heart. Hmm? But it must be heard from someone who is Nibhititashayar, Nirag. Hmm? Otherwise, how it will not change your, your heart. So we should get a harinam from 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 somebody without without attachment, at least someone with attachment for Krishna, not just anybody. You understand? Sanmukaritam, babadiyavartam, stanistita. So Brahma is explaining, and this is very easy to do. Gyan prayasya is very very difficult. Karma prayasya, very difficult, and will be futile. Unless there's some bhakti there. And if there's little bhakti, you'll get some result. But the full result of happy life in the homeland of the heart, free from thinking, oh, think how nice that must be, to be free from having to think. Sometimes I just don't want to think, I just want to be happy, just sit quiet. Hmm? People watch TV because they don't want to think. Let somebody else think. I will watch. <laughs> it's too much trouble to think. Hmm. <laughs> he says, so how you, it's very easy to do. Bhakti, Gyan Prayasya, to stop thinking. If I say to you, it's wise to stop thinking. Not only things, but thoughts. Thoughts are subtle forms of things. We should not chase after things, neither chase after thoughts, especially thoughts that say, chase after things. Hmm? So to stop the mind, if I said, now you go home and stop thinking, that'll be very difficult. What will the sadhana be? How will you do that? Hmm? But to think about Krishna, having heard about Krishna from someone whose heart is pure, that is easy to do, hmm? comparatively. Hmm? And he says what? Stanistita. You can stay right where you are. You do not have to take sannyas. He rejected sannyas earlier. Hmm? This is a big effort. You can stay right in your own position. You don't have to go anywhere. Hmm? He's saying this. Stanistita shutigatam. Stay where you are, anywhere, wherever that. You don't have to go anywhere. You just have to hear from a real devotee. Shutigatam. Satmukaritam. So the journey ends where? At the feet of the Vaishnav. The journey is over. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to worry. Someone say, are you practicing Vaidhi Bhakti or Rag Bhakti? You say, I don't know. I am following Guru Bhakti. That's all. Hmm? What is your sarup? I am the dog of my Guru. That is all. I have no worry. <laughs> if the journey stops here, this is our sarup. Hmm? I am the dog of the Vaishnava. Come. Come. Good, take good care of me and I will do his, his bidding. Hmm? This is what he says. This is very easy. 
you find such a real Vaishnav, sit and hear. Then everything then will come from that. Stane stita shutikatam tanuvan manobir. And how, what will happen? If you do this, then if you do gyan prayasya instead of this, then despite your efforts of body, mind, and words, you will get nowhere. Stane stita shutikatam tanuvan manobir. Tanu, bak, mano. Tanu means body, Baku means words, mano means mind. Body, mind, words. We accomplish things with body, mind, and words. Hmm? By these things you will never conquer Krishna. He is ajita, unconquerable. Other way of understanding? Stane stita shutikatam tanuvan manobir. If you hear from the right persons, then then you will you if you've listened if you actually heard then your body your mind and your words will automatically become engaged in his service so you need two things you need to hear from the right person and you have to really hear not in one ear and out the other ear hmm? there's a story how uh a king found a skull, a skull. And so he asked his, he wanted to know something about the person. What kind of person was this? Hmm? And he saw, he called his learned um, advisors, the pundits. Look at this skull I found. Where does it, who, what kind of person was this? Where did he, what period did he come from? What was he like? And, and so forth. So the pundits are looking at it and they didn't know exactly what to say. And so one pundit said, I can tell you something. Hmm? And he said, he said, he took the, he took the skull, he turned it like this, then he took some sand and he poured it in here and it came out here. He said, he didn't know anything. Hmm? It came in one ear, it went out the other. He was a murka. He was a fool. Okay. <laughs> And we're not interested to keep that. We thought maybe it was a, some big learned person we should preserve. <laughs> so this is not hearing in one ear, out the other ear. In one ear and down into the heart to make some change. So we said all you have to do is listen. Oh, you have to listen not with the ear. You have to listen with the heart. You have to have a heart's necessity. Saradayam. A sympathetic heart. You have to. Uh, that's why Guru has to make the heart fertile. Hmm? Then he can plant the seed in there. Hmm? So we have to hear with a view to change. We should sit and listen. We hear something. We know that is true. Then we should take that, make that part of our life. Hmm? Build a foundation then for a real spiritual life. We hear, we think, yes, that's right. Then later on we go, but anyway, I've got other things to do, and then we forget about that point. No, you should not let that point go. Take that point. Make it part of your life. Hmm? This is what we call, um, Prabhupada's language, submissive hearing. Hmm? Not to entertain only your intellect, not for that, but for change your life. This kind of hearing. So if you sit only and listen with this in mind from the right person, then hmm, automatically your body, words, and you'll find them engaged in Krishna's service. That is, a, that is an example of, of sharanagati, shraddha and sharanagati. If you have faith, it shows up how you will act, what you will do. That hmm? you should do sharanagati. This is the beginning of bhakti. Means give your body, mind, and words for Krishna. And it also means what? That if you hear properly hmm? from us, from a, from the right person, sadhu about Krishna, hmm? not hard hmm? to sit here, but here with a desire to change your life, hmm? then then tanuvan manobir. 
He who is the controller of the three worlds and is unconquerable by anyone, no one can conquer him. His body, his mind, and his words become conquered. Then he will start then to use his body, his mind, and his words in the service of that person who simply hears about him. Hmm? Imagine, you wanted to know and control him, hmm? but actually he who is uncontrollable, ajita, becomes jita, this verse says. This is the extent to which he becomes jita. His body, his mind, his words, he begins to glorify his devotee. Hmm? He thinks about that devotee. How can you get Krishna to think about you? Hmm, you see? But it's possible. If Krishna is thinking about you, you try to think about Krishna. Hmm. <laughs> but it's possible that Krishna will think about you. Then what? Then you, what will your position be? Hmm? Right? Gopis are trying to not think about Krishna. So troublesome, they think. But they're trying, yogis try to get their mind on Krishna. Gopis are trying to stop thinking about Krishna. And all they can do is think more about Krishna. Hmm? And what is Krishna doing? Only thinking about gopis. Hmm? Constantly thinking about them. Hmm? And how? Because they love him. Hmm? So his mind becomes always thinking about them. Hmm? His words always glorifying them. Hmm. Krishna as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came only to glorify Radha's love. Hmm. A whole leela Krishna made, a whole leela just to sing about her. Hmm. And body. So this he, he becomes completely engaged in. So this is how to conquer hmm. Krishna, how to know the truth. Hmm. By loving him, then it's easy. Your key factor are you have to listen, and you have to listen from the right person. Hmm? Any question? Was the time? Yes. Today we have uh, many, uh, many spiritual masters. How we can know who is the right one? Because our energy is very. We don't have really. We don't know much. Yeah, you know according to your sincerity and sukriti. Hmm? And as you exercise your sincerity, your sukriti will grow and then your capacity to know will also increase. Hmm? So according to your present adhikar, sukriti means like some people drive um, motorbike, some people drive um, Mercedes. Hmm? Right? Both have gas, can turn it on, you go full speed. But if you're in a motorbike, you can only go so many miles an hour. If you're in a Mercedes, you can go so much faster. Hmm? So the car is like Sukriti. You have some association from the past, so you have some capacity to understand. Hmm? And then you give your sincerity. Some people have more Sukriti, but they don't step on the gas. Some people have less sukriti, but they step in completely on the gas. Hmm? So gradually you get a better car, <laughs> and you go faster. So according to this, is what can be done. Hmm? According to our sukriti and our sincerity, then we will make make pro- we will understand who is a good guide, who is not a good guide. Hmm? And some guide may help us for some time. Then we may need other guide. That's possible. Hmm? So. Yeah, that is our condition. But that is not a reason not to pursue. Sometimes we pose it as what to do. How can I know? You can know whatever you can know. You can know something. How will you know? If it if it if it is nourishing to your heart and your bhakti, then proceed. Hmm? 
What else? Is it, is it safe to say that you should be, um, like, more effortless in a material sense? Well, uh, no, not exactly. If you have um, things to do in the world, then you should try to do them as best as you can. Hmm? If you are a devotee of Krishna, and you are a herbalist, then you should try to be the best herbalist. Then people will think, oh, Krishna's devotees are very competent people because they identify with that. That would be good for them. So, But the idea is not to make effort to, 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 to find comprehensive happiness and fulfillment hmm, through acquisition, through material perfection, hmm, you have to know from the forehand, well, I can only be so good at anything and I'll try my best to do it, but there are more important things at the same time. What we should really make an effort for is to get grace. Hmm? We make an effort to come here and have the Daojana of Daojigopal, Association of Devotees, Kirtan. Make effort for that. Hmm? This is the effort in bhakti. I make an effort to get grace. I use my head to soften my heart. Hmm? Not my head to go know everything. Head, use head to soften the heart. Heart will take us where the head cannot go. Hmm? You have to go headless. Brain dead bhakti. Hmm? Make the brain dead. Let the heart beat. And people will think, they're crazy people. But they're happy. Yes. What else? Another question? So you leave tomorrow morning? Yeah. So I'm going to come and visit you in San Jose, in Escazú. Yeah. <laughs> I told Ramesh, Ramesh, I said, you should have a center, and we should have a center in Escazú. And now you have a house, and so we should go there. Now you can open. <laughs> anyway, sometimes. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, I want to come there. Very good. All right. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita ki jai, Sri Dauji Gopal ki jai, Sri Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki jai, Bhagavad Gita ki jai, Bhagavad Premanandi.